I love the cigar. Uh, very, very smooth. It'll go great with a cup of coffee in the morning. It'll go great with a Den of Thieves whiskey later in the evening. Um, it's just a really, really nice, well put together cigar. What's up, y'all? Stick man, Sip here. Enjoying my Tristan Lee. Uh, I think they named this after a character in a movie. You can't go wrong, great quality. The time that he put into it, finding the right leaf and the blend and everything, you know, that that's what separates um, a lot of boutique cigars, but you definitely can't go wrong, Tristan Leaf. Appreciate you, brother. Keep it up. Pretty excited about having him in the box. Uh, I think our subscribers will thoroughly enjoy. What are your thoughts on If you're a medium plus, full body, you're gonna like this. I think it's gonna be great. Bringing you another one, another black owned brand. And don't forget, he also has a liquor that goes with it too, so. What liquor? Den of these. Well, we need to go get some. We need to go get some. Let's go. <laughs> hey, what's up everybody? Reggie Kimball, Stickman number one. I am here at Stone Mountain Public House and I recently had the opportunity to sit down and chat with my man, Jason Armstrong, the proprietor of Den of Thieves Whiskey and Tristan Lee Cigars. Check out this episode, let us know what you think. Peace. Hello, my name is Jason Armstrong, owner and creator of Den of Thieves Whiskey and Tristan Lee Cigars. I'm here today with Puff Sip Chat in the A at Stone Mountain Public House and I'm glad you all tuned in. What's up, brother? What's up, my guy? Good to see you again. Good to, finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since Tampa Cigar Week. Yes, it has. Um, that was a lot of fun down there. We had a lot of fun, man. Tampa's a great town. My hometown, so I'm always... Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm always uh, happy to go back and, that was, and kick it. That was my second time down there, but my first time in Ivor City. What'd you think? Man, like, it was special. I came back home and it was like, Maybe I should think about moving to Tampa. <laughs> you know, it was it was a great time down here. It's, it's funny, it's actually on my list, right? I'm thinking about winding it down here in Atlanta. Atlanta's always gonna be home, but I could see myself one day having a residence in Tampa and, and bouncing back and forth. That's my goal, because I, I, number one, I got a lot of family down there. Uh -huh. Tampa, a lot of people don't realize, is the home of cigars, man. This, when I was For down the there, States. yeah, when I was down there and I visited a lot of shops, they were telling me how at one point more cigars were coming out of Tampa than coming out of Cuba. That's right. At you know, point. at one point. So I was Especially blown back in away. Like the 40s and 50s, Tampa was pro the production yeah. hub of cigars. Pretty I much. didn't know the cigar. And this is my first year launching my cigars. So mm -hmm. I've always been a cigar smoker, mm -hmm. but I never really like dove deep into the culture. So I didn't know, you know, the cigar. And I'm from New York. New York is different. You know, it's kind of a babysitting town. So. Yeah. You can't smoke and drink together anywhere except your house. Yeah, New York, California, there's a lot yeah. cigar-friendly places, man. But down here, um, Tampa, the culture's completely different. I love it. Completely different. Mm -hmm. Texas, you know, those completely places, different. completely different. And I'm like, okay, I can see, like you, born and raised in New York, love it. Mm -hmm. We'll never leave it for good. But <laughs> yeah. I can see myself, you know, bouncing around, bouncing a, little around a little bit. That's the yeah. name of the game today, bro. Exactly. That's, that's the name of the game. I just happen to know. Your favorite puff is? Pedro 1964. Okay, all right. That's my go-to stick. When you're not puffing on a Tristan well, I'm not puffing on Tristan Lee. Yeah, we're going to get to Tristan Lee in a second. Okay. Because that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all check the shirt out, right? Tristan Lee. So that's why we're here. Um, favorite sip is? Um, Den of Thieves whiskey. Um, check the bottles out, y'all. Check the bottles out. Den of Thieves. Great whiskey, by the way. Thank you, thank you. That's actually... 
what led me to create my cigar line. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm a big cigar smoker, mm -hmm. so I created this to smoke with my cigars. And I was like, okay, why don't I create some cigars that I can smoke smoke while I'm drinking my whiskey? So let me let me double down on that before I go to the next question. Then, so could you not find a stick that resonated well enough for you? Is that um, what it is, or what? I could, uh -huh. but you know, this is kind of. They say do what you love, and I love whiskey, and I love cigars, and I just wanted to be able to have my own and create an experience that I can share with other people. Okay. You know, I, there's a lot of other sticks I smoke, a lot of boutiques, a lot of boutique sticks I started smoking since I got into this. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I wanted to have my own to give kind of my expression out there. Okay. All right. You know. Okay. Well, it's working then. So far, so good. You know, okay. I'm down here. Yeah, you're down here, man. <laughs> whiskey is a craft whiskey. We have four different expressions. What's represented here is the first whiskey I launched with our vanilla ginger whiskey. We have a chocolate coffee infused whiskey. We have a eight-year-old bourbon, eight-year-old 90 proof bourbon and a straight five-year-old bourbon. It was originally crafted for traditional whiskey drinkers as well as whiskey drinkers that are new to the experience and for cigar smokers, because I am an avid cigar smoker. Um, we're available in about seven states right now, including Georgia, which we just launched in. In addition to that, we did launch, we launched Tristan Lee Cigars. Tristan Lee Cigars is a boutique cigar out of Nicaragua. We have three different expressions of, of that. There's two that's represented here. There's our Connecticut and our Liga. And we also have Reserva, which is our first cigar that we're currently sold out on. They're made to be paired together and for you to experience a stolen moment. So, steal a Tristan Lee with some Dinner Thieves and you'll have a nice moment. And, and I commend you for tackling a big task. Cause, you know, in the business world, I'm an entrepreneur myself, right? Mm -hmm. You're tackling two major tasks at once. You're launching a whiskey business and a cigar brand pretty much simultaneously. You, you know, you sleep, bro. Um, never. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Um, there are a lot of parallels to the craft spirit industry and the boutique cigar industry. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of people, a lot more people now are recognizing the parallels and recognizing the power of the boutique cigar industry, mm -hmm. you know, starting to invest in it. So it's not like I'm doing two completely different things. There's a lot of synergy which help which which helps me mm -hmm. because it helps it's easier for me to organize. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's kind of like I'm working one company with two divisions. Okay. You know, rather than two completely separate things. Okay. I wish I would have known that actually putting this stuff in a bottle would be the easiest part of this whole business. Like I thought that would be the difficult part. Actually putting this stuff in a bottle was the easiest part. It was the easiest part of the process. Okay, so you, yeah, you're growing them together. Yeah, I'm growing, them, growing together. them together. And that's what I meant because I originally launched my whiskey to grow inside of the cigar industry. Mm -hmm. You know, because you know how cigar smokers are. Yeah. If your stuff ain't good, they're going to tell you. Oh, they're going to let you know. They're going to let quick. you know real quick. Yeah, it ain't going to be, you have to guess. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to wonder. You don't have to. So I made it to actually grow inside the cigar industry and the cigar community. Okay. And it's, it's been really well received. Mm -hmm. And with that, I was like, okay, since I'm already here, you know, I might, instead of grabbing somebody else's sticks, I might as well grab my own. Okay, all right. You know. All right, that's what's up, man. So we did your favorite sip, Puff. We did your favorite sip. Mm -hmm. Favorite chat. Happened to, Lil Birdie told me that you are a comic book nerd. Is that right? 
Huge comic nerd. Okay. Huge, and movie huge buff, all that stuff. Comic right? nerd, movie buff. Okay. Um, comic nerd traditionalist. So I'm still the guy who goes to the comic book store and buys the actual comic book so I can like feel the paper and sit there and read the comics and I put them in a plastic you bag. And simp on camera talking because Simp is a comic book nerd too. That's right. Nerds rule the world. That's <laughs> true. True that. Is that what we, nerds weren't cool back in the day? No. It was, listen, yeah. I used to get chased home from school. Wait, hold on. Time out. Yeah. Who chasing you home from school? Dude, I grew up I grew up in Bed-Stuy in the 80s and 90s when it was real, and I wasn't always this size. Because you look kind of jacked, man. I wasn't always this size. So I was a nerd, <laughs> or like a science telescope-having, microscope-having, true blue nerd. <laughs> nerd. Okay, so, so we, we got a different Jason Armstrong today than what we had back in the day. A little bit. We all evolved. Yes. We all evolved. Did you play sports, though? I started. It looked like you was on the, somebody's offensive line, defensive line, something. I started playing football when I got into high school. Mm -hmm. So, like, I had a ridiculous growth spurt, like, from eighth grade to ninth grade. Okay. So that's when I got my sexy, and it was ah, like, started there playing football. Yeah. Well, you o got o it just line. in time for high school then. Exactly. Listen, what else do you want it? <laughs> that's what you want. You know? <laughs> so, O-line, D-line, you know, that, that was my wheelhouse. So, for those who don't know, let me give this man a proper, proper, proper introduction. Jason Armstrong is the owner, founder of not one, but two businesses. You heard them already. The first, Den of Thieves Whiskey. You started that first, right? Yes. And also, he said, you know what? I'm bored. That's not quite enough for me. I'm going to come back with some Tristan Lee cigars. Well, we all, I'm also a partner in a tequila called Not Tequila, which we are See, launching in a couple of different markets yeah, right I now. I didn't even know that. Yeah, because so you did you know, say one of your favorite sips is tequila too. I'm a huge Reposado fan. Like, if I'm not sipping on whiskey, it's a nice quality Reposado. Okay, so, and a mezcal. So I know what a Reposado is, but what can you tell people what a Reposado is? Um, so a Reposado is basically a barrel aged tequila. Mm -hmm. So you know, you have your Blancos, mm -hmm. which I call training wheels. No okay. disrespect to anybody. Okay, that's an unaged tequila. So mm -hmm. I would say it's comparable to. In whiskey terms, like a moonshine, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. it's just fresh distilled. Mm -hmm. In a Reposado, they age it for a certain amount of time, a minimum of six months. Yep, two so to 12 years. Two to 12 I'm, years. On average is what I've average heard. Average is two to 12 years. Yep. But minimum six months. Um, and that's kind of the wheelhouse there. Then you have your Inyejos and extra Inyejos. Mm -hmm. um, but my wheelhouse is kind of Reposado. I love a good Reposado. And those are kind of, a good Reposado is a good sipping tequila, right? So when you, when you hear people talk about, hey, I'm sipping on tequila, it's the Reposado, typically, that they're talking about. Typically, Reposado or the Añejo. Okay. You know? All right. See, we're here to educate y'all just a little bit. We're going to keep, we're going to upgrade y'all. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. So, in business, man, are you like a solo act? You got a team? What's the deal? Um, when I first started, I was just an army of one. You know, I had people who would support me, of course, um, family, friends, but all the logistical stuff, it was all just me. And as I, as I progressed in the business, I picked up a couple of people. Right now, I have a team of about four people. Mm -hmm. um, they help me with everything from my social media to my organization to my website, website creation, design, um, organizational structure. You know, it was kind of difficult because the first thing I came out with was the vanilla ginger, mm -hmm. you know, and I had a great product. And I didn't know anything about the spirits industry. I didn't have a background in it. My background was in personal training and massage therapy. Okay. So I was lucky enough to find a distributor in New York who kind of took a shine to me and kind of hit me to some game. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, you have one thing, you have a product. If you have two or three, then you have a brand. Okay. So that's what led me to my brand extensions. Okay. You know, so then I had a brand, I had a product. 
now I have a business. You know, there's an evolution that that happens Before naturally. You were just a craft whiskey guy, right? Exactly. <laughs> Before I just was a guy who had a who had a whiskey. Uh -huh. Now I have a business and each each level comes with its own different responsibilities and challenges. Okay. All right. You know. I love, so why uh vanilla ginger first? What what kind of, is it ginger it's ginger vanilla first? I say why? vanilla ginger, ginger yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. Doesn't right? matter. Yeah. Why that first? Um I wanted some there's a lot of whiskeys out there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of whiskeys you can choose, choose in the thieves. Um, <laughs> but I'm drinking the straight bourbon, by the way. The eight year olds, my next bit. Yeah, yeah. So, great stuff, too. When I first came out, uh, I was a bartender as well. So, any any standard New York job I had, I was a bartender, I drove Uber, I did all that stuff. But okay. as a bartender, I kind of seen what people were drinking, mm -hmm. and everything was making that move towards flavored, pro, flavored stuff and infused, infused things. Mm -hmm. And I was looking for something to help me stand out in like the whole sea of bourbons and whiskeys, mm. something that was pretty unique and can help me stand out. So I just chose two things I liked. Okay. All like, right. you know, I, I love a snickerdoodle. That's my favorite cookie. So um, I like the vanilla notes uh -huh. and I like the, the ginger just kind of ties it, just kind of pairs itself well. Mm. And I didn't see anything else like it on the market. Okay. All right. You know, That's so it, I found a, a kind of a, a Sneaker point that I can sneak into. <laughs> I like that. So, in the in the whiskey industry, right? Especially, mm -hmm. well, specifically cigars and whiskey. When you get a lot of people that are deep and serious, do they tend to gravitate towards your ginger vanilla? Or do they go with more of the barrel select? Do you see kind of like a preference out there in, in the community so far? Or? Um, it really depends. One of the things that I, I like about Dinner Thieves is Dinner Thieves is about exclusive inclusivity. Okay. Like, it's not, you know, they say in the club, it's not only for the sexy people. Yep, yep. You know, it's not for everybody, but there's something in here for everyone. Mm -hmm. So, it really depends. There's some places I go where they love, like, the chocolate. Is there chocolate up here? Right there. They love the chocolate. There's some places I go where they don't like the chocolate. They like the vanilla ginger. There's obviously some... super sweet? Uh, the chocolate? Yeah. No, when you think think dark chocolate cacao, that and coffee notes. Okay, all right. Um, there's the traditionalists that will always say, I don't like flavored whiskey, so they tend towards my straight bourbon and my um, eight-year-old. But I always get some, I always just ask them to try it, especially the chocolate, mm -hmm. and I get to be like, I don't like flavored whiskey, infused whiskeys, but I like this, and that's what I like hearing. Okay, and that's me. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not a big flavored whiskey guy, mm. but when you let me try it, I was like, that's not bad at all. It's pretty good. I can drink it. Well, one of the things that I, I learned quickly, and I did, being a nerd, mm -hmm. you know, I did my research mm -hmm. in into the industry and into flavor profiles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll see that most flavor and a few spirits aren't foolproof. They're like 60 proof, 70 proof, and things like that. What I did was created, this is a full standard bourbon. These are a full 80 proof, um, high quality five-year-old bourbon infused with natural flavors. Wow. So you that's get, the difference. That's the difference. Natural flavors. So it's not like I took flavoring and dumped bourbon in it. I took a high quality bourbon and just naturally turned up the notes a little bit that I wanted to accentuate. Okay. I love it. When I have my whiskey, my dinner thieves whiskey, I like to smuggle with beautiful moments. Still the spotlight. Oh my God. At all costs. Swiped out, barriers away. <laughs> Take love and hold on tightly. 
risk it all because life favors the bold. Pillage where happiness hides and take more than your fair share. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to stop. Should I stop right there? You, you should that, stop right there. I did. I'm a little bit of a poet. So, um, so on this man's website, he's got something called the Code of Honor. Tell him about the Code of What's the Code of Honor about, man? Um, so, being kind of a nerd and like when people think thieves, they think thieves historically mm -hmm. have been the heroes of stories, right? Think okay. Robin Hood mm -hmm. um, and things like that. Yep. So all thieves, if you look on the bottom, on the bottom of the bottle, it even says there was once honor among thieves. I'm bringing it back. Thieves existed by a code, mm -hmm. you know, a covenant. They took care of their own. You can hear it throughout history. Um, you can hear their rap song. Nas had a, a line of song that says the the. The, the drug dealers kept the hoods from starving. Mm -hmm. You know, thieves took care of their community and they could, took care of their own. Yeah. I want to embody the best quality of thieves. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs, sometimes- Kind of like a Robin Hood. Like a Robin Hood. Yeah. Sometimes you need to steal a moment for yourself, you know, mm -hmm. mental health. Mm -hmm. You need to steal a moment with your girl or your guy, you know, to share that love. You need to steal some joy. Sometimes you need to steal the spotlight. You know, and, and let yourself shine. Mm -hmm. So I really want to embody all the best qualities of thievery. Oh, so that that was kind of the, the goal do you behind know, the code. Do you, do, can you recite the whole thing? Did no. I, well, did I do a good job? You you spit it. You, you spit it. Okay, okay. You I want to okay. So you started about ten years ago, right? I started in the spirits industry about ten years ago. Mm -hmm. So I originally started off as an importer. So I was importing wine from Italy because I lived in Italy for about five years. Mm -hmm. And throughout importing, that's actually how I ran into the tequila that I now am a partner in. But I realized that I really didn't want to import anymore. So I was trying to figure out, you know, something else to do because I love spirits. I love great spirits. And I knew this kind of became a passion of mine. I found a passion. Mm -hmm. So I knew I wanted to stay in the industry. So I was traveling with about four friends of mine mm -hmm. and we were in Tennessee and Kentucky like visiting all the major distilleries Maker's Mark, you know, Four Roses, Jack Daniels, Jim Bean and I'm, of my friends I'm kind of the Mikey of the group like, you know, I'll do anything. do anything Yeah, so they was like, Jay, why don't you do a whiskey? You know, you don't want to and I was like Word, I should do a whiskey Okay. and that's kind of and that's kind of, you know again, back to the Den of Thieves you know, though that was my my crew, my coven these are guys who I went to high school with, so I knew them since I was about 13 years old. Okay. And this is friends becoming family at this point. Okay. And no matter what happens, we take care of each other. Nice. So it's kind of, you know, all going back to that. Okay, all right. So when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? I mean, so, because I know you didn't grow up saying, I want to be a dinner thieves wow. guy, right? Strangely enough, I want to be an astrophysicist. I don't tell many people that. I'm just that. gonna look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop my first a fucking. Ash, yes, I wanted to be an astrophysicist when I grew up. Okay, so you really were a nerd. I was a total nerd. Okay, you so, know. so like math, science, all that. Math, shit. science. You, you were I was killing all that in high school. I would map the constellations. No, in high school, I realized I didn't want to be an astrophysicist because I wasn't that good at math. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of a prerequisite. Yeah, kind of a prerequisite. Okay. So that's when things kind of change. Okay, all right. So, you know. wannabe astrophysicist, now a whiskey guy, cigar guy. But that's probably got to help you when it comes to blending stuff up, right? A little bit. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, my distiller does a great job. Okay. Like, I pretty much 
told him what I wanted mm -hmm. and um, explained everything to, to him in great detail. And he did a great job of creating, of like just bringing my vision and expression to life. Oh, wow. You know, and that was, and we worked hand in hand with it. You know, I got to select my barrels. I got to select the base, base blend. You know, he would blend it. I would say yes, no, okay. Alex, you know, this is a new question for me, but I gotta ask you this. Since you're a movie nerd, man, mm -hmm. what three movies would you recommend to my audience, right? Because wow. I'm a big movie buff. Three. You know me, know I like certain movies, but what do you, what's your movie style? All right. Um, Look at the camera when you tell me. Three. Yeah. Well, I'm a huge Marvel MCU fan, so all the Marvel movies, um, huge science, like, um, sci-fi nerd, so like, but three I would recommend. Mm -hmm. Wow. I know I'm putting you on the spot right now. Okay, so for comedy, mm -hmm. I would say, and this is going to be an old one. Okay. Um, what's the one about Mel Brooks? Uh, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Classic. One of the funniest movies you will shit. ever see. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Stand um, back while I whip this out. Exactly. <laughs> That's the line, everybody. You can't forget. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. For comedy, Blazing Saddles. Um, I love, like, intellectual movies. So, The Usual Suspects. Mm. Kaiser Soze. Classic. Verbal is classic. You drop it classic. the man. You okay. classic. Okay. Um, so, hey, what's this another one? And this... this don't judge me for this. One of my favorite movies, Brad Pitt, Legends of the Fall. One of my... Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> in terms of, like, epic films, people... I mean, it's got, it, got, it does get a lot of props, but mm. I don't think it gets enough props. Enough props. It's From one of the best movies, man. Start to finish. Yeah. Like, in Brad Pitt... You tell me about Brad Pitt, man. He kills it. So, wait, hold on, hold on. I just... Fuck, you just said that. Is that where Tristan comes from? Because his name was Tristan in the so, movie. <laughs> so, Tristan. funny story. Okay. Um, I was going to name my son Tristan, mm -hmm. right? From Because, because of Legend of, of the Falls. I almost named my son Tristan because <laughs> of Legend of the Falls. He was a bad dude. He was a bad dude. A bad when that dude lost his shit and was hunting in Africa, and was dude. like, I saw all these strange animals and I killed them all. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is then he, he fought a bear. Fought a bear? Who fights a That's bear? Oh, man. Exactly. He was like, all right, if I go out, you going out too. <laughs> exactly. So, and Tristan was also a knight of the round table. Oh. He's one of the knights of the round table. Oh, man. Um, I got much respect for that choice. <laughs> much respect. So, but my brother had a son first and mm -hmm. stole my name. So, so he stole the name Tristan. You must have let it slip. So it slip I did it? tell him. He let it slip. But <laughs> That's the, wrong, man. That's wrong. The cigars are actually named after my, my nephew, my brother's son, and my sister who oh. passed away. Okay. okay. So um, Trist, my sister's name was Lee. My nephew's name was um, Tristan. So Tristan Lee. But Tristan because Legend of the Fall. That's beautiful, man. One of my favorite characters. So And one of my favorite movies. That's I actually cool. just watched it two nights ago or like, Hulu or Netflix or something like I that. I think I will be watching it now because I haven't watched it in so long that I remember it because it was a great, great film. Hey, if you haven't checked out Legends of Falls, a classic, people, sleep, don't sleep on that. Don't sleep on it. And don't think it's like a, a, a girly it's, epic oh, period. It's not a it's girly flick at all. No, uh, he, Even he, though it showed you how a chicken tear family apart. 
Yeah, she definitely. She definitely tore that, you know. She fucked everything up. She did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> but, but my man Brad, much respect, because he killed that shit. Killed it. <laughs> All right. So, where we can see you next, right, mm-hmm. is Tampa Cigar Week. Tampa Boutique. Tampa Boutique. Tampa Boutique Cigar Expo coming up in September. Coming up in September. There, right? I'm going to be there. Yes. Okay. All right, we're going to be there, too. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait to uh, hang out and chop it up again. Yeah, we're going to get it in, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, John Callery. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's putting the organizer, putting it together. Check it out on Instagram. And go to, um, was it Tampa uh, Cigar? Bo- or is it Bo- Boutique? So I think it's just... Something like that. But he I has think a website. It, yeah, there. I think it's it just Boutique Cigar Expo yeah, or something yeah. like that. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. But uh, I will be there, brother. And mm-hmm. I know you will be there. Yes, sir. We're going to be there in the house. Me and my man, Steve Robinson. Pimping out the love to ash. So, brother, thank you. So thank much. you, my guy. I it's appreciate been awesome you. It's been it up with you. Yes. So, Jason Armstrong, Kristen Lee Cigars. Thank you guys for having and tuning in. I'm Stickman number one here at Stone Mountain Public House in downtown Stone Mountain Village. Check it out. Great little lounge. Tristan Lee Cigars, yeah. Dinner Thieves Whiskey on the show. They make an amazing smoked vanilla ginger old fashioned. You're going to try to get that on camera for you. Come grab one. Say no more. Hey, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Comment. Let us know what you think. Until next time, Puff Sip Chat with Pete. Stickman number one. I'm out. Peace. Hey, this is Stickman number one. Thanks for listening to the Puff Sip Chat podcast. If you want to hear more great episodes just like this one, please hit one of those donation links below. We could really use your support. Also, please visit us at puffsipchat.com for some cool Puff Sip Chat swag. Until next time, Puff Sip Chat repeat, baby. I'm out.